On this week's Trivia Night, you can check out this trivia anytime you'd like, but you can never leave these greatest hit questions featuring super sounds of the 70s. If it keeps on raining, the podcast is going to break. Trivia heads, and welcome to another brand new episode of Trivia Night, the best trivia show on the planet, and the only show you need to test your knowledge on all the facts that's fit to print. Whether you're standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona, or you're on a dark desert highway with cool wind in your hair, any topic you need, we have got you covered. Each week, We search far and wide, up and down that radio dial, AM and FM, to bring you the sweetest sounding trivia on the airwaves. I am your host, Philip Tricky, and I'm coming to you from Trivia Night World Headquarters in Dayton, Ohio, home of jazz trombonist Booty Wood. I don't have a fun fact about him, because you don't need an additional fun fact with a name like Booty. We've got brand new episodes for you each and every week featuring guaranteed 100% original trivia. Play along, and pretty soon, you'll be taking it easy and taking it to the limit. I guarantee you a peaceful, easy feeling playing along with Trivia Night. On this week's episode... You're listening to KTRVA All Trivia Radio, home of the coolest queries anywhere on the radio dial. Tonight, tonight, we're wading into the deep end of the eclectic, eccentric, and electric era of music that was the 1970s. We've been dazed and confused for too long, but tonight, we're dropping more trivia greatest hits than the freaking Eagles. From marching bands to jazz bands, and a day at the races to a night at the opera, this game's got more than enough to feather even the straightest of hair. It's time for some songs in the key of trivia with Super Sounds of the 70s on Trivia Night. Trivia Night is brought to you by and created with CrowdPur. Add fun to your events with awesome trivia, leaderboards, and live streaming. Get instant access to our basic plan and create a cool event for up to 20 participants, all for free. So if you want to host your own game just like this, check out CrowdPur.com after the episode. Let's put that pink champagne on ice for a sec while I lay down some trivia ground rules real fast. I've got 15 questions in a variety of formats. Some multiple choice questions, some type in text questions without answer options, and some drag and drop order questions where you just have to put answers in the correct order. And if you'd like to see for yourself the awesome features included with all of our trivia games, features like videos, GIFs, fun facts, and more, just go to trivianight.live slash 2CAMB. That's trivianight.live slash 2CAMB to play along to this game on any device, right from Crowdpur. You can also find a link to this game in the episode description. And you might think that I'm brutally handsome, but I've always seen myself as more terminally pretty. Let's play! Alright, let's drop the needle on the record with Super Sounds of the 70s on Trivia Night. Question 1. What sweet, soulful singer let us all know what a fool believes with the Doobie Brothers in 1979? Was it A. Michael McDonald, B. Kenny Loggins, 
C, Donald Fagan, or D, Christopher Cross? A, Michael McDonald, B, Kenny Loggins, C, Donald Fagan, or D, Christopher Cross? Which of these guys let us all know what a fool believes in 1979 with the Doobie Brothers? The correct answer is, of course, A, it's Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald was not an original member of the Doobie Brothers, but he joined the band later on and took them to their biggest ever hit with 1979's What a Fool Believes, which was co-written by Kenny Loggins, but not sung by him, not at least the Doobie Brothers version. Moving on to question two. What colorful band Ooga chocolate their way onto the Billboard charts in 1974 with Hooked on a Feeling? Was it A, the Moody Blues, B, Blue Oyster Cult, C, Blue Swede, or D, the Ocean Blue? A, the Moody Blues, B, Blue Oyster Cult, C, Blue Swede, or D, the Ocean Blue? Which of these colorful bands Ooga chocolate onto Billboard in 1974 with Hooked on a Feeling? The correct answer is C. It's Blue Swede. Ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, ooga chaka. Oh, y'all know that song. Yeah, Blue Swede's cover of the 1968 BJ Thomas song, Hooked on a Feeling, spent one week atop the Billboard Hot 100 in 1974, and it was the highest charting song for that band in the United States. Let's keep it going here with question three. Question three is a type in text. I'm not giving you any answer options. So you're going to have to dig deep, deep down on that AM dial to find that gold answer for this question. So here we go with a type in text question three. What pop sensation burst onto the international stage at the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest with their single Waterloo? Again, the question is, what pop sensation burst onto the international stage at the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest with their single, Waterloo. Who sings Waterloo? Who couldn't escape if they wanted to? The correct answer is... ABBA! Everybody knows ABBA, A-B-B-A. And although the lyrics lament that I was defeated, you won the war, ABBA handily won the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest with their debut single, Waterloo. Question four. What is the best-selling album of the 1970s in the United States? Is it A, Fleetwood Mac Rumors? B, Eagles, Their Greatest Hits? C, Pink Floyd, The Dark Side of the Moon? Or D, Led Zeppelin IV? A, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. B, Eagles, Their Greatest Hits. C, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon? Or D, Led Zeppelin IV? Which of these albums is the best-selling album of the 1970s in the U.S.? The correct answer is... B. They're taking it to the limit with their greatest hits, The Eagles. That album has sales of more than 38 million copies. It is not only the best-selling album of the 1970s in the U.S., it is the best-selling album in U.S. history full stop. Not even just the 1970s. Good job, Eagles. I don't feel like you guys are desperados anymore. I'll be here all week. Moving on to question five. Whose 1976 album, Songs in the Key of Life, is the first ever album by an American artist to debut at number one on the Billboard charts? Was it A, Barry White, B, Stevie Wonder, C, Marvin Gaye, 
or D, Al Green? A, Barry White, B, Stevie Wonder, C, Marvin Gaye, or D, Al Green? Which of these guys released songs in the key of life in 1976, the first ever album to debut at number one on the Billboard charts by an American? The correct answer is B, Little Stevie Wonder. Speaking of Little Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder signed his first recording contract when he was just 11 years old. I was barely making it through the sixth grade at 11. This guy's out there cutting hits, hit after hit. Let's keep things marching forward with question six. Speaking of marching forward, what California University's marching band appears on the title track for Fleetwood Mac's Tusk album? Was it A, Stanford, B, UCLA, C, USC, or D, UC Berkeley? A, Stanford, B, UCLA, C, USC, or D, UC Berkeley? Which of these universities' marching bands appears on Tusk, the Fleetwood Mac album? The correct answer is C. It's the USC Trojan Marching Band. And to capture that pounding drum line for 1979's Tusk, Fleetwood Mac set up a mobile recording studio in Dodger Stadium to record the USC Trojan Marching Band. And I know that this seems like the contrarian opinion to have, but give me Tusk over rumors any day. Question seven. Which of these beloved hard rock bands did not release their debut album in the 1970s? Was it A, Def Leppard, B, Black Sabbath, C, Van Halen, or D, Rush? A, Def Leppard, B, Black Sabbath, C, Van Halen, or D, Rush? Which of these hard rockin' bands did not release their debut album in the 1970s? The correct answer is A. It's Def Leppard. Their debut album came out in March of 1980. On Through the Night, that's their debut album. I, like many other people, did probably not start listening to them until Hysteria. I got swept up in that Hysteria, along with a lot of other people. Pour some sugar on me, will do that to a kid. Question eight. What is the title of the first non-numbered Led Zeppelin album, released March 28, 1973? Is it A, Physical Graffiti, B, Presence, C, In Through the Outdoor, or D, Houses of the Holy? A, Physical Graffiti, B, Presence, C, In Through the Outdoor, or D, Houses of the Holy? What is the title of the first non-numbered Led Zeppelin album? The correct answer is D. It's Houses of the Holy, 1973's Houses of the Holy. It's the first Led Zeppelin album with a non-numbered title, although the band's name and album title did not appear on the cover upon initial release. Those wacky kids from Led Zeppelin, always keeping us guessing. Question nine. Lest you think this is all about rock and roll, here's some country music for ya. What country music legend released the platinum selling Behind Closed Doors in 1973? Was it A, Johnny Cash, B, Waylon Jennings, C, Willie Nelson, or D, Charlie Rich? A, Johnny Cash, B, Waylon Jennings, C, Willie Nelson, or D, Charlie Rich? 
Which of these country greats took us behind closed doors in 1973? The correct answer is D, Mr. Charlie Rich. You guys know Charlie Rich. Did you happen to see the most beautiful girl? That song right there, the most beautiful girl in the world, was the second single from Charlie Rich's Behind Closed Doors. And that song hit number one on the Billboard Pop, Country, and Adult Contemporary charts. This guy's just topping all the chart. Charlie Rich, who would have thought? Doesn't get the credit he deserves. Let's keep it going here. Moving on to question 10. Who nabbed four Grammy Awards, including Album, Song, and Record of the Year for 1971's Tapestry? Was it A, Joni Mitchell, B, Carole King, C, Carly Simon, or D, Dusty Springfield? A, Joni Mitchell, B, Carole King, C, Carly Simon, or D, Dusty Springfield? Which of these artists grabbed Four Grammy Awards, including Album, Song, and Record of the Year for 1971's Tapestry? The correct answer is... B. It's Carole King. Carole King is the first solo female artist to win the Grammy Award for Record of the Year. Congratulations, Carole King. You make me also feel like a natural woman. Before we become prisoners of our own device with the final five questions of Trivia Night, if you're enjoying this and you want to host your own live trivia show, check out crowdper.com, which makes all of this trivia action happen. You can pick from our library of over 1,400 completely original trivia games, or you can write your own, add fun answer images, supplemental videos and GIFs, and detailed question notes. You can share the link to your game with your crowd and host live in person or with real-time streaming. There's even a free forever basic plan to get started. So add some fun to your next live, virtual, or hybrid event with CrowdPur. All right, we are back ready to wrap up Super Sounds of the 70s with the final five questions on Trivia Night. So let's kick those final five off with question 11. Which of these acts did not release a greatest hits compilation in the 1970s? Was it A, Elton John, B, Simon and Garfunkel, C, James Taylor, or D, Led Zeppelin, A, Elton John, B, Simon and Garfunkel, C, James Taylor, or D, Led Zeppelin. Which of these acts did not release the greatest hits in the 1970s? The correct answer is D, it's Led Zeppelin. They did not release their first collection of greatest hits until October 1990. And that was the Led Zeppelin box set. I remember what a huge deal that was. Finally got all of our Led Zeppelin songs collected as one. I shouldn't talk. I have a ill-advised Led Zeppelin tattoo from my youth. Anyway, moving on to question 12. What rock act launched the Worldwide Texas Tour in 1976, replete with live onstage animals like Longhorn Steer, Vultures, and Rattlesnakes? Was it A, ZZ Top, B, Fog Hat, C, Leonard Skinnerd, or D, The Allman Brothers Band? A, ZZ Top, B, Fog Hat, C, Leonard Skinnerd, or D, The Allman Brothers Band? Which of these bands brought a bunch of animals on stage with them in 1976 on the Worldwide Texas Tour? The correct answer is A, it's ZZ Top. 
or for my outside the U.S. listeners, ZZ Top. In an attempt to bring Texas to the people, in 1976, ZZ Top staged the Worldwide Texas Tour, which included a $100,000 stage in the shape of Texas. They had cacti, yucca, a longhorn steer, black buffalo, two vultures, and two rattlesnakes. Yeah, you won't find all those. See, I guess you would find all those things outside LaGrange, where the air is fine. Question 13. What pioneering jazz musician released the experimental album Bitches Brew in 1970? Was it A, Herbie Hancock, B, Ornette Coleman, C, Miles Davis, or D, Sonny Rollins? A, Herbie Hancock, B, Ornette Coleman, C, Miles Davis, or D, Sonny Rollins? Which of these pioneering jazz musicians released Bitches Brew in 1970? The correct answer is C. Consider me Miles Davis. It's Mr. Miles Davis. 1970's Bitches Brew was Miles Davis's first certified gold record. He'd been around for quite a while. It's a little too experimental for me. I'm more of a kind of blue kind of jazz listener. Question 14. Queen's 1975 album, A Night at the Opera, is named for a 1935 comedy starring blank. Is it A, Abbott and Costello, B, The Three Stooges, C, Laurel and Hardy, or D, The Marx Brothers? A, Abbott and Costello, B, The Three Stooges, C, Laurel and Hardy, or D, The Marx Brothers? Who released a comedy in 1935 called A Night at the Opera that Queen named their album after? The correct answer is D, The Marx Brothers. Groucho, Chico, Harpo, and Zeppo, The Marx Brothers. Queen really loved The Marx Brothers because not only did they name 1975's A Night at the Opera after a Marx Brothers comedy, 1976's follow-up A Day at the Races is also named for a Marx Brothers comedy. All right, trivia heads, you ain't getting no younger. And all your trivia pain and your trivia hunger, well, they're driving you home. So it's time to come to your senses as we wrap up Super Sounds of the 70s with a super-sounding question 15. Who was the only artist or band to have the best-selling album of the year in consecutive years in the 1970s? Was it A? Eagles, B, Neil Young, C, Elton John, or D, Peter Frampton, A, Eagles, B, Neil Young, C, Elton John, or D, Peter Frampton. Which of these acts was the only one to have the best-selling album for two years in a row in the 1970s? The correct answer is C. It's Elton John. Never count out Elton John because he's always going to come out on top. He landed two albums atop the year's bestsellers in consecutive years in the 1970s. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road in 1974 and Elton John's Greatest Hits in 1975. (laughs) Well, crying won't help you and praying won't do you no good. That is our show for the week. Please, please, please do me a favor. Rate and review this show on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, 
or wherever you listen to your podcasts. A five-star review really helps with podcast visibility. So remember that superstition ain't the way and give me that five-star review. Give me that. Spotify listeners, we've got polls, we've got cues, and you've got some A's for us for those cues. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow by bragging about your win on social media. You can tag and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at CrowdPur, where you'll find daily updates, new trivia questions, and a whole lot more. And if you have a topic for a future episode of Trivia Night, shoot us a DM on social media because we would love to hear from you. Lastly, do check out CrowdPur.com to create and host your own live trivia show just like this. Thank you so much for listening and playing. My name is Philip Tricky, and join us right here next week for another brand new episode of Trivia Night. Trivia Night.